This is MMA Torch editor Jamie Pennick, and this is the Torch Daily News Brief for Thursday, March 25th, 2010. Um, had a bit of a big news day, actually, today. Started off this morning with the uh, the news coming out that Tiago Alves is out of Saturday's UFC 111 card. He was supposed to be fighting John Fitch uh, on, on the night's pay-per-view card in a rematch from about from uh, 2006, I believe, was their first bout. Um and uh, he, he had a pre-fight CT scan uh, as part of the New Jersey Athletic Commission's uh, just pre-fight physical check and, and everything. And uh, they found um, what is being called a, a, an irregularity in the brain um, in, involving an artery in the brain is, is uh, what the report stated this morning. Now, um, they're not sure – I mean, this doesn't necessarily mean that uh, – uh, there, there's any brain damage or that there's something severely wrong, but it's something that requires more testing, and uh, they didn't have enough time to get him to a specialist and be evaluated and everything before Saturday's event, so they pulled him off the card. Um, initially, they, the reports were stating that John Fitch would be uh, not receiving a, a, a replacement opponent, and that, uh, um, that I know... Tiago Alves' camp was lobbying to have this fight just put on UFC 112 if he's able to go. Um, but John will, in fact, fight uh, Ben Saunders, who is scheduled to face Jake Ellenberger on Saturday. Uh, they pulled Ellenberger out and uh, put John Fitch into that spot. This is about that uh, Saunders requested, actually, when uh, the news came out this morning. and uh, So the UFC obliged, and it'll be John Fitch and Ben Saunders. Um, TMZ reported that Dana White said Ben Saunders will uh, receive a title shot if he beats John Fitch in this, but um, it, that may or may not be the case because uh, Saunders, it would only be two wins in a row after getting beat by uh, Mike Swick, so I, I think he'll need at least one more victory, although y- you put yourself in line if you beat the, the number two welterweight in the world. Uh, it's a really unfortunate setback for Tiago Alves. I mean, um, the initial reports were stating that, you know, Dana White said if this is true, it could be career-threatening. Um, so until we know more right now, it's just kind of hoping for the best and that it's something that is treatable or something that is easily remedied, something that can get him back into the cage. Because at 26, Tiago Alves still has such a future ahead of him, and he's he's one of the best welterweights in the world. Um, you know, and, and it's just – it'd be highly, highly unfortunate um, – for him and his family and, and the fans everywhere along with the UFC if this uh, took his career away from him. But um, for now, all we can do is, is hope that uh, when he sees a specialist sometime in the next week that uh, uh, they're able to figure out whatever is going on with that uh, the, that result from the CT scan. Um, for Jake Ellenberger, it, it, it sucks for him. He's... Uh, missing out on a big fight that he's been training for, but the UFC is taking care of him financially. He's getting his uh, uh, to show and to win, uh, his to show and win money for this fight. So whatever he was contracted to be to be paid for the fight, he's getting paid. Uh, he misses out on a chance to win one of the fight night bonuses, either for fight of the night or knockout of the night or submission of the night, but um, he's at least getting paid. And it, it, it's it's really a shitty situation for him because, you know, he's preparing for what would have been um, one of the biggest fights of his career, for sure, and a chance to 
um, get his name out there even further. Um, the fight with Saunders would have been uh, likely a, a, an entertaining bout, but it, it makes sense for Saunders to request uh, this spot with Fitch because he puts himself into a, a position to pick up a, a gigantic win uh, against a fighter that it, you know many regard as um, 2A or 2B along with Tiago Alves. I mean, it, it, that's the thing with this fight is, is so many people were looking forward to this Fitch-Alves rematch because they've come a lot further since uh, the last time they fought, Alves especially. But the two of them had come so far since that fight that it, it would have been a very different fight than the first time they, they uh, met each other. And it, it would have really um, done a lot towards getting one of them back to uh, a second shot at George St. Pierre and his welterweight title. But unfortunately, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Alves is out. Ellenberger's out. Um, with the loss of that bout, a spot opened up on the pay-per-view card. The Kurt Pellegrino, uh, Fabricio Camo's bout, um, has been bumped up to the pay-per-view slot from the preliminary card. Uh, I, you know, I, I almost would have gone with the, uh, Husamar Polaris, Tom, uh, Tomas fight from that undercard, because that's another one that's going to be a very exciting fight, but I can understand putting this one on there. They should be able to put on a good show, um, for the fans both in New Jersey and uh, on pay-per-view. And also, uh, Pellegrino is, is from New Jersey. That's where his um, his school is. And um, so that's, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's him getting a shot to be on the pay-per-view card in front of his hometown. So that's uh, that's the news from, uh, from for one, UFC 111, anyway, um, for Saturday. Uh, the, the shake-up coming right uh, just two days before the event. So... Again, unfortunate developments, and, and hopefully everything will be all right with Tiago Alves, and he'll be able to return. But uh, for John Fitch and John Fitch fans, uh, he's still staying on the uh, uh, the card. And, and for um, Ben Saunders fans, even better, he's getting a shot against uh, uh, one of the top welterweights, and uh, he has a chance to, to really um, make a splash and do something big in this fight. Uh, UFC on versus uh, salaries were released by uh, the Colorado Athletic Commission. Uh, Czech Congo took home the uh, the most money on uh, last Saturday. Well, John Jones technically did with his, uh, or I mean, I'm sorry, Junior Dos Santos technically did with his his win his knockout of the night bonus brought him up to uh, 120 thousand for the night. But Czech Congo on disclosed salary alone brought uh, brought home 110 thousand. His contract had him for 55.55. John Jones was a 2020 contract, so he won $40,000. Vera had 60,000 for the night. Um, Dos Santos 70 before uh, the um, before the knockout of the night bonus. Gabriel Gonzaga was the uh, uh, highest paid to show with 67,000 uh, for his losing effort. Clay Guida picked up 50,000, plus an extra 50K for his uh, knockout of the night as well. So, um, decent money for uh, for this card, for the guys up on the televised portion of it. Um, of course, you know, the, the, the disclosed payroll is not always uh, everything that's taken home by, by people, but, um, you know, Jones is going to be in for some bigger paydays. Uh, his, his initial fight contract, I'm sure he's uh, going to be retooling it to get some more um, money coming up for his next fights because uh, he deserves more than 20 and 20, especially main eventing cards now and doing what he's doing to his opponents. 
Uh, other news, Spike TV and the UFC launched UltimateFighter.com. Um, every episode of all ten seasons of the show is now available free online. There's fighter bio pages with uh, links to their fights. Every fight is on uh, this website, and um, it's just a really cool website now that uh, you can go to if you're a fan of the show and want to catch up on all the old fights from it or uh, relive, you know, I, I know the nostalgia factor for the first season will uh, have a lot of people going back to, to check that out, but um, it, it's uh, uh, definitely a cool website that will have a lot of uh, exclusive features for the 11th season of The Ultimate Fighter that's coming up as well, so um, another website to, to keep in mind and uh, check out. Uh, other news, um, ESPN, their MMA Live program, will be moving to uh, ESPN2 starting on May 6th. Um, we got confirmation, to, Wade Keller got, got confirmation today that... Uh, it starts May 6th at 1 a.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, it'll remain in that weekly time slot on Thursdays uh, on ESPN2. So every Thursday, ESPN2, um, starting on May 6th at 1 a.m. Eastern, will remain in that time slot throughout the month of May. Uh, the schedule beyond that has not been determined. So uh, along with that, they'll also have their UFC pay-per-view specials um, that uh, are for cards that will not have uh, uh, prelims aired live before uh, the event. Um, the, the first one will be for UFC 113 on May 8th at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN2, heading into UFC 113, and uh, there will also be a post-UFC 114 show at 1 a.m. Eastern, um, according to Wade's report today. So, uh, it, it, that's a that's a big thing because thus far the the show has been relegated to online only, just ESPN.com, and getting it uh, the sport coverage on ESPN is a very important step towards getting it more to the to the mainstream and having a dedicated show going for it uh, is is a big thing and uh, a big move. So th- we'll be looking forward to that come May. Um, other quick news: uh, Matt Hamill and Keith Jardine are set uh, li- likely coming to a. The Ultimate Fighter 11 finale uh, in a light heavyweight bout bet- uh, against each other. Both are uh, alumni of the Ultimate Fighter themselves. Matt Hamill from uh, Season 3, Keith Jardine from Season 2. And um, this, is a, this is a do or die fight for Keith Jardine because he's uh, coming off two knockout victories, or two knockout losses, I should say, uh, in a row. Hamill is coming off of, of a win, quote unquote. But uh, it was a disqualification in a to that fight or in that fight against John Jones, where uh, he was just manhandled from the start. But as Jones showed against uh, Brandon Vera, that's just what he does. There is no shame in losing to John Jones, and uh, this is a fight I think Hamill can uh, rebound nicely in it as long as his shoulders all healed up. He suffered a se- separated shoulder in that fight. I think uh, it, it, Jardine is running the danger of uh, not being in the UFC following this fight, because uh, it very well could be a third straight loss, so we'll just have to see how it plays out, but uh, that fight is coming to the Ultimate Fighter 11 finale, which is expected to come on June 19th from the uh, um, Palm Casino, Palms Casino Resort in Las Vegas, Nevada, so um, that's what we've got for today, that's what's, uh, what's been going around, we've got uh, s- some other stuff on uh, the main site, uh, Sam Matthew, one of our columnists, had a different reaction to the Ellenberger being pulled uh, story for John Fitch, Ben Saunders. 
Chris Park put together a, a UK perspective on Thursday's uh, UFC or on Wednesday's UFC 111 uh, pre-fight press conference, uh, worth checking out. And uh, uh, the full episode of ESPN MMA Live can be found on the main site, embedded in in that article. So uh, take a look at all that stuff on the main site as well. Be sure to uh, um, check us out on Saturday as we'll have our live round-by-round coverage of the uh, uh, UFC 111 event from the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. And then uh, join us Sunday from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time for our uh, MMA Torch livecast. It's our Sunday conversation. Myself and my co-host, Torch columnist Matt Pelkey, um, running down everything that happened at UFC 111 along with all the news from the week. Um, and we'll be taking your calls and uh, uh, your emails, as well as uh, chatting on blogtalkradio.com. So um, definitely join us there on blogtalkradio.com slash MMA Torch for, uh, for that show on Sunday. So um, once again, thanks for listening in to the, to the Daily News Brief. Um, got about 13 minutes in today. So this is Jamie Penick signing off.